Welcome to the PM&R Scholars Podcast. The following is a recording from our virtual residency fair. We're joined by the UT McGovern PM&R program from Houston, Texas to discuss the unique features of their residency program. Hope you enjoy. Everyone, my name is Kemley Phillip. I'm the academic chief resident here for our PM&R residency at McGovern Medical School, UT Health in Houston, Texas. Um, I just wanted to say a quick thank you first to the PMNR scholars for putting this event together, coordinating all of this between the many different institutions and giving our students an opportunity to still learn about the different um, residency programs amidst the ongoing pandemic. Um, I am actually going to turn it over to two of our all-star PGY3s who are going to be doing most of the talking. Um, the first of which is Dr. Heather Nauman. She's our Associate Chief of Wellness in our program, in addition to Dr. Aaron Lynn. Um, and he's one that won't let us give him a chief title yet, but I'll actually turn it over to them and I'll be um, available throughout the session as well. If you guys have questions, um, they'll put our contact information on at the end. But with that, I'll go ahead and turn it over to Heather and Aaron. Hi everyone, thanks for paying attention and for coming to join us. So I'll go ahead and get started an overview. Here's a quick picture just of where most of us train. Um, and then this is our lovely group. We do love to have birthday celebrations. This is just documenting all the lovely <laughs> times we eat cake. Um, the bottom picture actually is pre-COVID when we all could be together and then the top ones are post-COVID when we had to do them individually. Yeah, that's uh, at the bottom. That's Kathy, our program coordinator, and the the man holding the cake is our uh, our program director, Dr. Frontera. So we'll get started. So our program is under many names. We go by McGovern Medical School at UT Health. You can also see it as the University of Texas Med School in Houston, and also just simply UT Houston. So when you're on like ERAS, and you may have to look at different, maybe labeled a different title than just UT Houston, which is usually what we call it, or just McGovern. Also our program chair in the picture is Mr. Gerard Francisco, and our program director who insisted on this photo. <laughs> He's a huge Star Wars fan, is Dr. Frontera, but you saw his real picture in the slide before. And just to keep you guys aware, he's a huge Star Wars fan, and this his original presentation, there's probably a million Star Wars references, but I would not do it justice, so I had to take them out. So sorry, y'all. Sorry for that. So he's our chiefs, um, Mr. Sam Kim. He is our admin chief. And then as you just met, Kemley Phillip, she's our academic chief and also helps with our quality improvement uh, projects. And then myself as the associate chief of wellness. So here's our residents. This is our newly freshly minted intern class. Um, they just started um, here and they're doing fabulous. Everyone so far has been handling this COVID situation very, very well. Here's our lovely PGY2s hanging out post-COVID. <laughs> um, and here's our PGY3 class, all pre-COVID. And our PGY4s. 
So where do we rotate? Um, besides the main two facilities, which are our inpatient rotations, we also have the opportunity to have other experiences. So we also rotate at Memorial Hermann Orthopedic and Spine Hospital doing um, MSK and also pain. We also rotate at Shriners Hospital for our pediatric rotations. MD Anderson for both we do kind of the consult inpatient experience and you can also do a pain experience if you choose. And we do our EMGs at Smith Clinic, which is part of the Harris Health Community Hospital System here in Houston. And then these are the main hospitals, especially for intern year and most of your second year. So the top left is just Maine Memorial Hermann. And in the bottom two is the tier, which is the inpatient rehabilitation hospital. And then the top right is LBJ, the main inpatient experience you would have doing community type health and inpatient during your intern year. We also do consults there as well. So here's a kind of a I would say basic, but it's kind of complicated, map of the Texas Medical Center. It's pretty large, uh, but you see on the red dot is where tier the inpatient unit hospital is located. And if you can't really see it, but in the very top back, you can see Maine Herman, top right, kind of. Don't worry, there are more aerial photos to come. <laughs> but just to get a picture of kind of the size. So here's Maine Herman. Um, where again most of your first year will be spent in addition to a, part, a good chunk of your uh, second year as well. Yeah we'll talk a little bit more about this later but um, for instance when you when you work at like such a large facility like this we find that the, the variety of pathology is like bonkers really. Um, so the building over here uh, it's all dedicated to trauma. You can see the helicopter pads up top. Uh, this building right here, an L shape, is all uh, heart and vascular. Um, the Heart and Vascular Institute, so a lot of LVADs, a lot of heart transplants. Um, and then you have uh, the other buildings here. I think this is Jones. Um, and, you know, those are, uh, that's where a lot of the neuro neurologic um, floors are. And that's where our, our rehab unit is. So Memorial Herman, just what kind of briefly what Aaron already mentions, a level one trauma center. It's a very large hospital. It's over 600 beds. And you definitely will, if you're on the console service, you will get to see a wide variety of pathologies, like everywhere from, you know, basic orthotraumas, spinal cord, in, severe spinal cord injuries from stroke, you have your LVADs, um, amputees, you name it, you will get to see it at Herman. Um, also at Perman, we have our inpatient rehab unit, which is housed within the hospital. Um, it's 12 beds, and uh, that's where you get a good general rehab experience. Uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty impressive. The, um, again, pretty impressive, the pathology that you see. Um, and then the consult service uh, is also housed in the same area. Uh, you'll see everything that Dr. Naman had already mentioned, and possibly more. So another part I know a lot of people really enjoy, as well as myself, is doing that sports, MSK, interventional pain type medicine experience. Um, and so our faculty are John Sianka, Jason Chen, and Dr. Ajay Sabasavan. 
And during your second, third, and fourth year, you, you get plenty of experience being able to do you know, ultrasound injections, um, you name it. They'll probably help you try and be able to achieve what you like. Um, they also have clinics at the Imhosh Hospital, which was shown earlier, and they do consult services. Well, Dr. Sam Bassman and Dr. Chen do consult services at the tier inpatient hospitals. So you can spend a month, that's actually the current rotation I'm on. Um, and we do a lot of ultrasound guided injections um, daily. Uh, those are the numbers, I guess. Uh, I think that was, those were taken from last year's uh, data of like the average number of procedures done just between those two facilities. And for our pediatric experience, we do it at Shriners Hospital. You also, when you're on the consult service at Maine Herman, you also do get consulted to see pediatric cases as well. Um, and the faculty for our pediatric group is Dr. Bosquez and Dr. Hall. And you do everything from, you know, they have their own inpatient rehab unit, but you also get to get good experience with orth orthotics, but and seeing all the complications with spina with spina bifida and cerebral palsy, also doing um, in their clinic, in the outpatient clinic, they also do injections too, which is also a really good experience. And there's no call during that month. <laughs> over and, at uh, yeah. over at MD Anderson, um, we like we mentioned before, you do get um, a good cancer rehab rotation, uh, as well as an interventional pain uh, rotation where you learn how to do um, chronic pain management with, uh, with cancer patients, um, as well as the, the more complex interventional procedures. Uh, our educational curriculum is, uh, it's all grouped into one morning out of the, uh, out of the, the week, it's on Thursday mornings. Um, it's a combination of lectures as well as hands-on workshops. Um, we have people, we have orth, um, uh, orth, people who work with orthotics <laughs> come and uh, uh, do demonstrations for us and show us uh, different, different things that they use. Um, we have spasticity workshops. We, um, we, do, we learn about EMG ultrasound. Um, there are small group sessions where we uh, get to do diagnostic ultrasound with each other. Um, as well as um, the skills labs where we get to learn how to do joint injections and interventional spine injections. We do have a comprehensive cadaver MSK course that's led by a, um, what do you call it, anatomist. And, uh, and that's, it's all, it's all really built into that MSK course. Um, so you do get some time cadavers. We all always have to do a QI project um, that's led from PGY4, 3, and 2. Um, we also have grand rounds. Uh, it's usually every two months or so. It's been a little bit different the past couple of months. We have a series called Disability and Film where we go over to Dr. Bosca's um, home and we actually get to watch and dissect um, representation of disability in film, uh, as well as our critical review of literature um, where the PGY3s do a really deep dive into um, do a really deep dive into a topic that they're really interested in um, to to see if there's something that we can actually parse out and see if there's some kind of new research project that we might be interested in. 
we just have a couple of pictures at the end uh, as well. Oh, we're going to go through our schedule as well. Uh, this is an example of us going over um, intrathecal baclofen pumps. Um, these are our orthotics people <laughs> coming to talk about uh, orthotics and amputation medicine. Uh, these are some examples from our grand rounds. Uh, we had a really interesting one where we talked about sexual health and both brain injury as well as spinal cord injury. Um, these are some pictures of us doing ultrasound more ultrasound. Uh, like I mentioned before, we do spend a lot of time actually doing a really big presentation with, um, and joined in with the, the Baylor residents as well. Uh, these are our PGY3s from last year presenting their critical reviews of uh, literature. A little bit more about our schedule because I know we're running out of time soon. Um, our, so again, we, we take four, um, we take four residents a year and we are categorical. So our schedule is, uh, for intern year is four months of internal medicine boards. You get two months of ambulatory clinics, which is a mixture of different specialty clinics, a month of the medical ICU, rheumatology consults, uh, neurology inpatient, geriatrics, uh, inpatient, cardiology, and then you also get a month of PM&R. The light at the end of the tunnel. Heather, do you want to talk about these? Oh, sure. So once you finally get through your intern year and you finally get to do PM&R, this is kind of what a rough estimate of kind of what your years will look like. Uh, your second year is still mostly inpatient. You will spend um, most of your time doing inpatient at either a tier or at Memorial Hermann. Um, the inpatient unit there. You also get two months of consults. You do have a nice little reprieve here and there of uh, MSK month, get to kind of get your toes wet with ENG for a month. And then you also can do have an outpatient opportunity. The nice thing with the EMG is, is I was able to do almost, I think we have to do 200 by the end of residency and I finished half in that one month. So it's a very high volume. Uh, it's definitely easy to do it during two months of it or you can also do more if you just want to be um, more adapted EMG. And then your third year, um, a little less inpatient. So each year kind of a little less inpatient, a little more outpatient, kind of get to specialize more into what you're interested in. If you want to do more cancer rehab, you could possibly, you know, do two months of cancer rehab or do you, if you want to do that, we offer a business course, you had opportunity. And if you'd prefer to do more inpatient, that's always an option as well. Definitely more flexibility in your third and fourth year um, than in the second. Um, and then for your fourth year, you're mostly all outpatient. And again, if you want more inpatient experience, if you know you're going to go into inpatient after graduation, that's definitely an option that you can, you know, your last couple months before boards, you are more than welcome to have that as your um, option. Our chief, administrative chief, will send out an email at those times and kind of get your input on what you'd like to have for your experience. So call, everyone's favorite topic, love it. Um, so at tier, when you're on your inpatient months at tier, we do have an in-house call. It's a 24-hour call. Um, so it's eight to eight. Uh, the nice thing that we have now is we do have nurse practitioners who are available um, with you overnight for rapid responses or any uh, critical medical situation to kind of help, especially if you're 
you know, busy handling all the other patients in the hospital. So you do have help there. Um, at Memorial Hermann and the acute inpatient rehab unit there, it's, it's home call. So you will cover maybe a weekend or during the weekday. It's either a four day if it's during the week or a three day during the weekend. Um, and again, it's home call. You have to go in for emergencies, but most of the things that we've been paged on can be held, handled at home. And we also have, we don't have moonlighting, but we do have this extra backup call called EVC. Um, and it's for any admissions that come after 5 p.m. If more than three come, you can activate the EVC to come and you can get, you will get paid based on the number of admissions you do in the evening. And that starts your um, second year of residency. And so just to wrap, so we do have fun. <laughs> we do have free time. This was a group before we started our uh, second year. We had a group hang out again, pre-COVID, sad times. Um, but we all got together. Everyone brought food. It was like one big charcuterie board. And everyone brought their kids and played. And it was a great time. We also have time to volunteer. Um, we have a clinic called the RSDP clinic for people who you know underserved community um, help assemble their wheelchairs. There's also opportunities to volunteer in the clinic. Um, we also have best buddies and we actually it was a great experience to have be able to volunteer for the Houston Marathon. We actually had two uh, cardiac arrests that we got to assist with and help um, it was pretty intense, but it was a really cool experience. Huh? Oh. <laughs> and here's, the, here's our lovely scholars presenting their research. And we also have one of our um, quality improvement projects was to have these physician initiated group discussions where they help with everything from professionalism to you know, presentations. And so we had different topics and each attending hosted at their house and invited, allowed us to all come in their homes. We all brought food um, and gained a lot of knowledge, kind of the outside knowledge from the clinical work. It was a great experience. We also make time for social things that are socially important to us. So this was our group participating in the Black Lives Matter March here in Houston. And we love to eat. <laughs> we have pre-COVID, we had probably a family dinner at least every maybe four or six months. Um, everyone would come bring their families. Um, it was a great time. I think we're trying to figure out when it will be safe again to do this. Or Dr. Francisco actually mentioned that he's going to try and order a bunch of food and have us all pick it up and then face and then we'll all have a zoom meeting and eat it together as a group. So, um, trying to adjust to these crazy times. Um, but it's definitely food is an important part to this program. And we do have, we were having joint lectures with Baylor. So this was at Christmas time. We all did a sock exchange with everyone. One of our wellness activities we did early in the year was rock climbing and we did it with Baylor. This is Rhea and Christina showing off their moves. <laughs> You're good. And this is how our wellness activities have been since COVID. Um, we're trying to have kind of a wellness group happy hour the first Friday of every month, just so everyone can talk, see each other, vent. You know, we all really, I think for me, one of my favorite parts of this program is my co-residents. Um, and I think it's one of the, 
I don't know if Aaron wants to speak on this too, but it was one of the main reasons when I, when I interviewed, I knew it was like a good fit for me, just the vibe of everyone. I really got along with everyone. Well, here's a group of us, uh, post COVID hanging out socially, uh, celebrating our graduates who are leaving us. Aaron, your mic isn't working, I don't think. Oh, no. oh, there it goes. <laughs> My AirPod stopped working for some reason. Anyway, uh, again, yeah, completely agree with Heather. Um, the our residents, I think, are some of the best people that you know uh, I have the privilege of sharing this journey with. Uh, it's it's been really, uh, really, really good. You know, um, I think that you should always try to feel out the culture of any residency that you're you're trying to figure out. And you know, best of luck to everyone. Um, I think you. we're out Perfect. So, Thank you so DMs. much. That was great timing. Oh. And Thank you again to the UT McGovern PM&R program for joining us and all the PM&R programs that have joined our virtual residency fair. For more information on the virtual residency fair and PM&R scholars, head to pmnrscholars.org.